0: This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to visit with a brilliant chief executive officer. We get to visit with Kylie Floyd today. Kylie is the CEO of the Nemaha Valley Community Hospital in Seneca, Kansas. And she's going to tell us about the health system, about herself, about leadership, lessons for leaders, and a lot more. And I promise her I'll link you for 10, 15 minutes. Kylie, can you take a moment and introduce yourself and, and tell us about the Nemaha Valley Community Hospital?
1: Um, Kylie Floyd, I have been here. I'm entering my seventh year here, here at NEMAHOP. Previously, I was at Osborne County Memorial Hospital in north central Kansas. And before that, I worked for the Kansas Hospital Association. So, about 32, 35 years in healthcare. Um, and um, I don't change jobs very often. When I do, I'm totally committed to that organization, and, and that makes it a little easier.
0: Um, Thank had, you. Tell us about Nemaha Valley. Tell us about the health system.
1: This is a a rural facility, um, like many in Kansas. We have a rural health clinic. The population of the county is ten thousand, um, but we are uh, share the county population with another facility. Um, so it's a rural, very rural area. Um, northeast Kansas is a little bit different in the um, economic status of the the county, it's a little higher than where I came from. I'm not struggling so much in in farming as some of the others in the state. It's a very active, supportive community. Um, we employ about 165 people. Have Um, Typically, we have four primary care physicians and then six or seven mid-levels. We're short a a doctor right now, but have one coming in September. What makes us unique is our staff. Um, We have excellent nurses, excellent doctors, um, lab techs, respiratory therapy, the same thing as all of our peers, but our turnover rate has been less than 1% for more than three years. And that speaks volumes to the leadership within those departments and also just the way that they take care of each other um, on a day-to-day basis. And I think that's what our patients see, um, and that's what really separates us from many of our peers.
0: So take a moment on that. we we'll would love to dig a little deeper into that. You've had low turnover the last few years. You're probably one of the five percent of hospitals in America that could say that, what do you attribute that to? How how do you sort of view that? What do you attribute that to?
1: I I really think it's the individuals and the leadership within the departments. Um, they all, as much care as they take of their patients, they also take care of each other. So we had a death. Uh, one of our department managers lost his wife suddenly not long ago, and uh, that. I think it was November and they're still taking care of him and his family, doing meal trains, making sure that people get to appointments and making sure he's free enough to take care of his family. And it's not just that one or two week period, it goes on for months. And so they, you know, make sure if somebody's run out of ETO, they share their banks with them. They um, really take care and feeding of those individual employees by their peers more so than by me or anyone else um, that I really think makes it more of a family atmosphere. I have always believed that in small rural hospitals, the burden of care is sometimes a little harder because we know everybody. There are neighbors, there are family members, there are classmates, and when they come into the ER with a trauma, or a heart attack, or a stroke, that really takes a toll on these, on these ladies and gentlemen. And they build each other up and support each other. Um, everybody has their trauma. Um, the large facilities have the same thing, and it impacts those individuals too. But it's what happens afterwards um, in that caring of each other. And I really think that's part of what keeps them here.
0: Thank you. And it's really, it's really a culture of the people in the organization. It can't be a top-down thing. Top-down has got to be helpful towards it. But the culture of the organization that keeps the glue together, how right. do you sort of cultivate that kind of culture? Because I, I think that's brilliant.
1: Yeah. Um, every day I ask, what do you need from me? What do you need here? What do you need there? Um, and we we do that among all levels they do it frontline staff help each other. They ask, what do you, what can I do for you today? Um, and you're exactly right. It's a culture that I came into, um, and it's just gotten stronger, but it's, it's really led from the bottom up in all things that we do and giving them whatever they need to make that happen. Um, we changed our wellness plan so that people can access their, um, ETO banks for mental health days. You know, if you have a a big trauma and it just saps you, we've got to have the flexibility among our staff to allow you to take a day off or that afternoon off to refeed yourself. And they all work together with that. This has just been a long-term tradition in this organization, and I'm very privileged to be part of it.
0: Thank you very, very much. If you look at 2023, what are you most focused on and excited about, Kylie?
1: Well, we're doing a big building expansion. We're going to double square footage of our organization. Uh, we're growing. And so that's while well, that's got a lot of headaches, that's really, really exciting to see this organization meet its full potential. Uh, we're hiring two new docs. Um, and just the just the environment is, is pretty positive. And um, w- just coming off of those COVID years, that was tough. Seeing um, the future and and looking past that and looking for a brighter tomorrow. Um, you know we're all going to, always going to have our struggles, whether it's financial or or staffing or whatever it is. Everybody's always going to have their struggles, but looking forward to the future is really really nice here.
0: Thank you very very much. And then when you look at what has surprised you in healthcare? You've ended up with this magnificent leadership career. What has sort of surprised you? What has sort of excited you or surprised you about leadership in healthcare and what you've accomplished?
1: Resiliency. I've, you know, some of my peers have really just been through hell the past few years, but they keep coming back for it. Um, and I, I think that the camaraderie among leaders and Um, In this area, you literally cannot go 30 miles without hitting another rural health facility. But instead of competing for this limited population, we're working together. And that camaraderie and sharing staff and sharing professionals, that's making us stronger. And I think that's exciting. The more we can do together, the stronger that we are. And that's very positive for me. and, And that helps me fight my battles because I know there's somebody down the road that I can look to that will give me advice um, and not try to sabotage me. You know, it's, it's just a great area to, to work in.
0: Thank you very, very much. I love the thought on resilience and I love the thought on partnership, partnership, both with your team, your staff, your employees, and partnership with other facilities to make sure healthcare goes great in the area. I, I, I love, um, I, I, I love both of those. Thank you so much, Kyler, for joining us. Anything else you'd like to share with us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast?
1: Well, I appreciate this opportunity. Anytime that we can celebrate in healthcare, we need to do that. Um, we get beat up a lot in the news and and it's been a tough few years, but there is a lot of good going on and and the future looks great.
0: Thank you very much for joining us, Kylie. What a pleasure and what a remarkable job you've done. And continued good luck to the Nemaha Valley Community Health System. Fantastic. Doubling square footage, 1% turnover. Those are things to be really proud of. Congratulations and thank
1: you. Thank you.